You're listening to Source Daily. Join us Monday through Friday to stay up to date with what's happening in North Central Ohio. We'll be sharing a closer look at one of our top stories, along with other news, local history, memorials, answers to your questions, and more. Today, we're touching on a piece of history that's about to change the cityscape of Shelby forever. Before we begin, a quick thanks to our sponsors at Uncommon Nostalgia, the purveyors of memories. Located at 34 West 4th Street in Mansfield, next to the boot life, Uncommon Nostalgia has all of your favorite memories, from toys, action figures, comics, video games, apparel, and more. They're open six days a week. For more information, give them a call at 419-524-5242. Now our feature story. The iconic Shelby Light Plant smokestack, a fixture in the city's skyline for nearly 90 years, is slated for demolition. This decision comes after the Shelby City Council, in a unanimous vote of those present at the October 26th meeting, agreed to collaborate with the Richland County Land Bank to bring down the aging structure. It's worth noting that first ward council member Charlie Rube was not in attendance. Let's dive into why this is happening now. Project coordinator Joe Geese told us that the smokestack hasn't been used for electric production in years, and the mortar is deteriorating. Since the plant's closure in 2013, various parts of the facility have been removed, like turbine generators and cooling towers. But the smokestack? It's faced issues with its upper cap, mortar joints, and other structural concerns due to its age. The cost of this monumental task? About $500,000, with the city's share being $38,000 thanks to the financial assistance from the Richland County Land Bank. They've been instrumental, jumping on a grant opportunity through the Ohio Department of Development, securing the funds needed for the project. John Ensman, Director of Utilities, shared that the decision, while financially beneficial, is bittersweet. The smokestack has been a part of the skyline since 1935, and its removal will undoubtedly change the landscape we've all known. There isn't a set date for the demolition just yet, but environmental assessments have cleared the structure of hazardous materials and bidding specifications are ready to go. The story of the Shelby Light Plant goes way back to the 1890s, with the plant becoming operational in November of 1890 after a significant vote in favor of constructing it. Fast forward to today, Shelby residents now receive their power from other sources, but about 50% of the city's electric distribution still travels through the historic plant building. What's next for the light plant buildings? The smaller structure next to the plant remains in use for maintenance and storage. And there's talk of moving out operational equipment like the SCADA system and switchgear, which would leave the building officially unoccupied. It's a time of revitalization and change in downtown Shelby. And while the smokestack's demolition is a significant part of this, it's just one aspect of the city's forward movement. Before we continue, a quick message from our sponsors. Hello, I'm Jody Perry, and I'm running to be the next mayor of Mansfield. I believe that we have great opportunities ahead to strengthen our city. By attracting new jobs and new residents, we can grow. By investing in our neighborhoods, parks, and infrastructure, we can ensure a strong future for all. I believe that we are all a part of Team Mansfield and can help revitalize our community. I'm asking for your vote on November 7th. Paid for by Friends of Jody Perry. Next, some Ohio history. Did you know that the 90s hit TV show Third Rock from the Sun takes place in the fictional town of Rutherford, Ohio? The sitcom follows four extraterrestrials posing as a human family to observe Earth. 
Airing for 139 episodes from 1996 until 2001, the award-winning show had an all-star cast, including John Lithgow, Kristen Johnston, French Stewart, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Jane Curtin, and many more very funny people. Quick reminder, today is election day. Make sure you check out our two nights of conversations talking with Mansfield's candidates for mayor, city council, finance director, and more. Polls open at 6.30 a.m. and close at 7.30 p.m. Good luck, and make sure you check out richlandsource.com for all your election news. Finally, we'd like to take a moment to remember and celebrate the life of Joe Chapman Jr. Joe was born in Crestline in 1965. He graduated from Crestline High School in 1984. He was a laborer for several different manufacturing companies, including AMCO, PPG, and ended his employment with hunger pains in Crestline. Joe was a member of AME Turner Chapel Church. He loved football and basketball and enjoyed cheering on his favorite Pittsburgh Steelers. You could often find him fishing, caring for his pet fish, or riding his bike. Joe was survived by his son Kyle, siblings, three grandchildren, and numerous nieces, nephews, and cousins. Thank you for taking a moment to celebrate and remember Joe's life. You can submit an obituary for free on Richland Source. To learn more, click the link in our show notes or visit richlandsource.com obituaries submit. Thanks for listening. Join us again tomorrow. Also, make sure to head over to richlandsource.com and click the Be a Member button to help support independent local journalism that informs and inspires. Every contribution goes to helping us make Richland County a better place and to help keep our journalism free. Also, if you like this podcast and want to hear more, make sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts.